from the wasteland that is another Midwest winter. Flying on mostly wit with little to no prep, it is your 40-something X-Rock DJ, the brilliant mind, the gold standard, the enema of the state. Dollar Club member Tim told me that he really enjoyed that one. The world's greatest radio personality, your charming and delightful, humble host, right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Now also taking the title of managing editor as well. Coming to you as always from, well, I'm coming to you from the place that I'm crashing right now. (laughs) Because I'm... 43 and have yet to pull my personal life together in pursuit of this thing we call radio. Just a young man living a dream, trying to. Rather weird dream, too, but this isn't that kind of program. We're not going to examine dreams and see what things mean. See if there's any hidden meanings and some... No, just... Winter always does this to me. Is winter not just the worst time of the year? If you're in the Midwest, if you are in, let's say, the (laughs) the Midwest all the way to the east, winter sucks. I don't care if there's no snow. It's still gray It's still dead looking. Every day just looks like another funeral. And it starts to weigh on you. The weather starts to reflect how you already feel. Confidence withers away. You go into one of these things about what's the point. And then the sun comes out, and then everything's okay. So, I just... And then, from spring all the way up to at least mid-November, I'm good. No big deal. But this winter business, every year I tell myself, this is going to be the last one. This is it. This is going to be the last one. And... I've yet to be able to spring myself from it, but... I have been monitoring the news. I am not happy with what I'm seeing. We're going to address much of it, as I said, with little to no prep on this edition of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. But where am I coming to you from this week? Where I'm crashing? The Chiefs game was earlier tonight. Now, I don't want anyone from the future coming back in time to tell me the results of that game. I'll go ahead and watch it myself later when it's played, but by the time you hear this, it's already been played. Huh? I know. It's the na- Not only is it the nature of doing a recorded show heard exclusively on terrestrial airwaves on the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240, KFMO, but also in podcast form the next day. So... It's recorded, and then it's kind of a recycled recording as a podcast. So the whole affair gets very confusing, and I can't wait to be 
back in the studio. This was actually my choice because I have other radio-related business to tend to. At least that's what I keep telling myself in a vain effort to maintain the motivation to try to take this to the uh, next level before I just walk away from the whole thing like some campfire you can't get going because the wood's wet. But we'll be getting to all the stuff that last week was a rerun. Could be, it could be the first straight up rerun in the entire history of talk radio. Because the the game, the Chiefs game was late last week. So I went ahead and went on late, recorded the show, and it aired late last Sunday. And then, uh, or two Sundays ago, and then I just told him, you know what, I'm busy, I got a lot of stuff going on, trying to keep the thing afloat in general, just, and, and no one, let's, let's be clear, let's not kid ourselves, it's between 9 and midnight on a Sunday night on AM radio, let's not kid ourselves, no one's listening. Okay, just the same, that's why my rates are so blasted cheap. And that's what I'm trying to pin down. So I just went ahead and told the station, put a rerun on. Just probably no one caught much of what I was talking about the week before. Just rerun the show again. So they reran the show again. But this, even though it's in the can, even though it will be a couple days old by the time you hear it, it's still a brand new edition of the Richard Case and Radio Network. Young Jared has the night off. I'm Richard Kaysen. Is that enough like a news show intro for you? So, before we get to the show, a couple of things I feel I should mention just for the sake of killing time and trying to be somewhat light about things. So, my mom currently is in a uh, nursing home. It's just for physical therapy and rehabilitation. She's a stroke patient. She's not staying there. No one wants her to stay there. In 14 days, she's coming back to her house. So, But her physical therapists are at this nursing home, so she's just kind of hanging out, getting a tune-up, you know. And on my way to the place, I got gas at this one gas station. I pull out into traffic when I get done, and it's a long line of traffic, and at the head of it, is a truck. It's got its hazard lights on. It's this pickup truck. It's got a rascal scooter on the back of it. Has its hazard lights on. Big line of traffic behind him. I didn't really think too much about it, and I just squeeze right into it. And then I see the people in the opposing lane start to pull over respectfully. And I thought, why did I squeeze myself into a funeral procession? What? And then I looked around and realized, well, no one else has their lights on. No one's... And these people aren't all going the same way. To... This is just some slow guy at the front of a long line. Hauling a rascal scooter, and that's why he has his flashers on. And these people... <laughs> they think it's a funeral procession, and they're pulling out of respect. I, you know, I guess... You know, with... So little of that existing in the world nowadays, I guess 
You can't begrudge him for it. It's just funny that because it was a long line of traffic and one guy at the front had his flashers on, these other people in the other lane thought it was a funeral procession. So then, get to the nursing home. I have to go through the kiosk to to check in with mom or to check in to, to see mom there. And going through all the steps, and it prints a tag with your time stamp, date stamp, your name and all this. And one of the residents approaches me in her uh, wheelchair and she just asked me nonchalantly, she says, have you had all your shots yet? I was like, which shots are you referring to, ma'am? Your COVID shots, have you had them all? Not a single one, ma'am. How about yourself? Oh, we've got them all. I've got all the COVID shots they've had so far available. Well, ma'am, I'm sorry to hear that. Good luck. I hope nothing bad happens. And I walked away. Walked down the hall to go visit mother. So, have a lot more. We'll be right back. When you need your vehicle repaired once and repaired right, you need ProCare Automotive Repair in Bon Terre. The technicians at ProCare Automotive Repair are ASE certified. That means your vehicle is in knowledgeable, professional hands. Call ProCare at 573-358-1112 for diagnostics, maintenance, and state inspections. And ProCare offers a 12-month, 12,000-mile guarantee. 573-358-1112. Repaired once, repaired right. ProCare Automotive Repair in Bonterre. ProCareForYourCar.com. In the days of the Missouri Southern Railroad, travelers would stop in and stay the night at what today is known as the Old Jefferson on Main Street in the heart of Ellington, Missouri. The Old Jefferson is a one-of-a-kind boutique that will transport you to another time and give you a taste of early Missouri with such unique items as Mennonite bread, organic and wild game sausage, stolens, spices, handcrafted teas, and so much more. Step back in time when you step into the Old Jefferson in the heart of Ellington, Missouri. The Richard Kaysen Radio Network, thanks for finding me this Sunday night. So in addition to the weird and wacky stuff that's been happening lately, then I get this message in my Facebook out of the blue. It's a guy from... He was the manager of a place that I was booked to do stand-up in going back at least three, possibly four years now, because this is 2022. I was booked at this place up in St. Louis. Well, they got flooded out. And he said, it's going to be some time before we can book you back. And I was like, okay. And uh, he said that it could be sometime around Labor Day of that year. Okay. Well, you know how plans are. You know how construction goes. And it didn't work out that way. And it was one of those things where I didn't hear from them. And stand-up comedy isn't really their biggest priority. So they didn't get back to me. And then, yesterday, here he is saying, Hey, I'd like to re-engage with you about that stand-up date. 
We're rebuilt. We're ready to go and love to talk to you about it. So, St. Louis, as I have promised you all along, even before the podcast version two years ago of this show started, Got into it on social media with a bunch of liberal crackpots, some of which I learned ha- uh, tried to blackmail a fellow uh, comedian acquaintance of mine. Tried to blackmail him, doctor a picture of him at some face painting thing. They tried to make it look like he was in blackface. And they tried to blackmail him for money, otherwise, they would release the picture. Well, he filed charges against him, and now they're being charged with Class A misdemeanor harassment so but it was in that time that i warned them i warned all the liberal st louis comics i warned the radio business i warned the comedy business i i warned the universe i'm taking st louis it's been slow in the planning it's been even slower in the progress but We've gone from podcast to terrestrial. And hopefully here in the next couple of months, finally get to make that return to the stage and flex that comedy muscle a little bit more. The old punch and jab, set up punchline, set up punchline. Again and again and again for 45 minutes to an hour. So I'll fill you in on those details as they become available right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Plus, once the gig is scheduled, I can sell myself a commercial and run the absolute daylights out of it until you're driven insane by me constantly reminding you of the date, of the time, of the place. Come see me do comedy. Yay me. It's all about me. Come see me. Listen to me. Come watch me. Come buy me. Me. Otherwise, I'd be a chef. Or a car salesman. Or I'd work in a factory. I'm damaged. I have to do this. <laughs> this is the only place where I fit. Hey, speaking of damaged, Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> this guy. First of all, he's just totally mishandling the Ukraine. But I... I'll get to that in a minute. I don't I don't think it's going to come down to us going to war. I, at least I hope it doesn't. I hope his incompetence doesn't get us into World War which one are we up to? One, two, three. It's hard to keep track because there have been so many side skirmishes. But I really hope that this is just Putin flexing some of his 61-year-old muscle. Because it sounds to me like Biden's going to go ahead and just let it happen anyway, and any troops that show up is just going to be kind of a a show just to make the appearance that, oh, here we are. So, Stephen Breyer retiring from the U.S. Supreme Court. Appointed by President Clinton back in the 90s. Been pretty reliably liberal on a lot of stuff, except when it comes to uh, 
criminal justice things. That's according to Alan Dershowitz, who worked with him and has known him for years. He said that on Newsmax this morning, so I'll go ahead and recycle that and make it sound like it's uh, something that I uh, I said. <laughs> but Breyer is retiring. He's getting up there in age. And the way that it's happening is kind of peculiar. I hate to refer to Facebook posts, but it's like a Facebook post that I made a couple of days ago. Well, I guess it was yesterday because this broke yesterday as of this recording that Stephen Breyer was going to retire. He never said he was, but word of it just kind of leaked to the press. And the post that I was talking about is what Jay Leno's manager did to Johnny Carson back in the early 90s when because Johnny Carson, up to 92, still hosted The Tonight Show. He was only down to three days a week, and he was more or less ready to retire, but he wanted to do it on his terms. He owned the show. That's how powerful he was. He actually, back in 1980, acquired ownership of The Tonight Show, at least his run of it. And so... He more or less controlled that, but that also was, at the time, 40% of NBC's total revenue anyway. So he wielded a lot of power back then. So he could come and go as he pleased. Well, Jay Leno's manager, wanting him to be the next host of The Tonight Show, leaked a story to the... And this is all in The Late Shift by Bill Carter. Great book. But she leaked to USA Today that NBC wanted Johnny to retire. NBC didn't say that. Johnny didn't say that. Jay Leno's manager, Helen Kushnick, said that. Although she was just named as an anonymous source. Well, next thing you know, NBC's got to do damage control. And Johnny was going to retire anyway, and he just kind of decided to stick it to him and not quite up to his 30th anniversary. It was like 29 years and seven months. So just a few months shy of 30 years. But this is what they're doing to Breyer, to make a long story short. The Democrats leaked the story that Breyer was going to retire because they know they only are going to be in charge a scant few more months. That's all they have left. They know in the midterms that they're going to get beaten, and they're going to get beaten very, very badly. They're going to get beaten so bad that they're going to have to cheat like they've never cheated before. When you need your vehicle repaired once and repaired right, you need ProCare Automotive Repair in Bon Terre. The technicians at ProCare Automotive Repair are ASE certified. That means your vehicle is in knowledgeable, professional hands. Call ProCare at 573-358-1112 for diagnostics, maintenance, and state inspection. And ProCare offers a 12-month, 12,000-mile guarantee. 573-358-1112. Repaired once, repaired right. ProCare Automotive Repair in Bon Terre. ProCare for your car.com.
Carter County is the outdoors capital of Southeast Missouri, and Smalley's Convenience and Deli is your outdoors headquarters for everything else. Start your deer hunting day off right with piping hot coffee, your choice of breakfast sandwiches, biscuits and gravy, and more. Smalley's has plenty of cold beer for after you're out of the woods or off the river, and a full deli and kitchen to fill you up for a long night of gigging on the current river or just sitting around the fire. Smalley's Convenience and Deli, dine in or take out, open all day from 5 to 9, across from Sterling Bank on Main Street in Van Buren. It is the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Thank you for hanging out with me this Sunday night. Unless you're listening to the podcast, and then it's whenever. But as long as people are listening, that's the whole thats the whole point of the thing. So, yeah, the Democrats, they're pushing out Stephen Breyer to retire. He's an associate justice of the Supreme Court. And not exactly on his terms, but the Democrats aren't going to have a majority much longer so they want to install it's not it because the supposed balance of the court right now is six to three conservative versus liberal but you know old roberts he can he's unpredictable and sometimes he will take some positions that you wouldn't expect a so-called conservative to take i.e oh, Obamacare, that's that's a tax. That's constitutional. And haven't trusted him ever since. But so Breyer's going to retire. The question is, who will replace him? I found some story about this. What's her name? Babadu, Shabazz, Bebop, something or other, some... Because Biden promised during the campaign that he was going to he was going to appoint if he got the chance to be president and got the chance to appoint a Supreme Court justice a black woman. So and there was a report on who that was. Um, well, and it was in fact a black woman. but it could be. If she's interested in a lifetime gig, as opposed to being booted out on her political rear in the next couple of years, she may want to take the Supreme Court gig if Biden offers it to her, even though she's wholly unqualified for it. She's unqualified for this job that she currently has. She was unqualified for the one she had before that, and she was unqualified for the one before that. She was barely qualified for the job that she did before she ever got into politics. But, you know, some men are desperate, and their standards are low. I also thought of this possibility. What if Biden were to appoint Hillary to the gig would she take it I don't know but one of the many possibilities that come with the 
retirement of a Supreme Court justice. However, according to this report, like I said, this broke yesterday, and Justice Breyer reportedly became upset after plans of his alleged retirement leaked to the establishment media. Breyer was not planning to announce his retirement today and conveyed that he was upset with how this played out, multiple sources told one Fox News reporter. Other reports indicated Breyer was surprised and caught off guard by the announcement that he was going to retire. You know, because he didn't know he was going to retire. Someone else decided that he's going to retire. So, Neither Breyer nor the court has issued a public announcement about his supposed retirement, and the White House and President, or anti-President Talibiden have refused to comment on the news first reported by MSNBC. Now, upon rumors that Talibiden may nominate Kamala to the court, Press Secretary Jen Psaki stated she wouldn't comment on any potential nominees, noting the absence of Breyer's statement. So, someone in the Democrat Party, probably Biden's handler's chief of staff, Ron Klain, probably the one who leaked that to the press, which kind of puts Breyer in a bad spot, because, well, I guess I got to retire. It was announced that I was. If he does announce his retirement, Chuck Schumer stated that Biden's nominee will receive a prompt Senate hearing. Oh, of course they will. Sure they will. And they won't even need one Republican vote. They can just fast track them right through. They're not going to dig into their past. They're not going to properly vet them. They're not going to... They're, they're just not going to do the same things that they would do to a conservative candidate. How religious are you? Do you believe in abortion? What's your stance on gun control? How many women have you sexually assaulted or harassed? Because that's the assumption. Going all the way back to Clarence Thomas, that if you're a conservative being nominated to a judgeship or the Supreme Court, naturally you've sexually assaulted women. They branded Brett Kavanaugh with that scarlet letter so bad, they just broke him. He's also another one that I would be suspicious of his vote and his stance on the Supreme Court when it comes to, to certain things. That's what liberals do. They break people. They broke Kavanaugh. They broke Derek Chauvin. All they do is break things. Let's face it, most guys cannot sharpen a blade, but this guy can. Herbert Ray at H-Ray Sharpening will have you saying, Hooray, it's sharp! Come to him or he'll come to you. Just call 573-631-5346. H-Ray Sharpening, 573-631-5346. Neil Young may be off of Spotify, but I am not. If you 
want to revisit this first hour for free tomorrow, you are able to do so. Just go to Spotify and type Richard Case and Radio Network into the search bar. You can also find me on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. And join the Dollar Club for just $1 a month when you go to patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Now, here's the topics that I am supposed to be covering with you right now. That is, according to the official Bible of talk radio, Talkers Magazine. So, Biden's first anniversary press conference and agenda. That was abysmal. The highlight of it was James Rosen asking him, him being Biden, what he thought about many Americans questioning Biden's cognitive ability, and Biden's response was, I have no idea, and then he moves on. The January 6th investigation, that's just uh, a hoax, a false flag operation. We covered that in... Last week's episode, which was a rerun of the previous week, which was a continuation of the week before. So that's been covered to death. The inflation, supply chain, labor force, that's Biden's fault because he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, making everything more expensive to transport into this country and through this country. That's Biden's America. Thanks, Biden. You're an idiot. Next one. Midterm elections. Democrats provided that this is a free and fair election, free of their typical law-breaking interference of the Democrats. In a free and fair election, the Democrats are going to get their clocks cleaned, and then when the Republicans take a majority, I would declare the Democrat Party out of control and rule them an outlaw body that isn't allowed to raise money or organize anymore. That's not conjecture. That's not hyperbole. Look at their record. Look at what they stand for. Look at the people with that D beside their name, and you tell me they're not nuts. Voter legislation. That's election integrity. We don't want people cheating in elections. We don't want the... Democrats to pull what they did in 2020. U.S.-China-Russia relations. Well, Russia and China are teaming up against us, and slow Taliban has sold us out to Russia and China, basically. Texas synagogue attack. To be perfectly frank, I know little to nothing about it. I know that a British Muslim extremist came over here, shot up a synagogue, so... He gets what he gets. Boris Johnson. Just never never really thought this guy had much on the ball. People give Trump a hard time about his hair, but Boris Johnson literally has some sort of bird nest looking thing resting on top of his head that he passes off his hair. And finally, climate change. We don't address climate change a whole lot. On the show, we tend to stick to the earthly realm and current events and, and Washington and how those people have ruined your life. But since it came up on the subject of climate change, 
It's January, and it's about 27 degrees right now. Yeah, we had a really warm winter. 65-degree uh, Christmas. That was nice to be able to sit outside, have a smoke, and it be 65, almost in some places pushing 70 degrees on Christmas. That was great. But now it's cold. Folks, what we are suffering from is not climate. I wouldn't even say we're suffering from anything. Because I liked it. I think we need to have more of it. We need to have longer springs and summers and shorter falls and winters. But it is my firm belief that we are not dealing with climate change at all. What we're dealing with is calendar change. These things that were used to happening more or less at the same time every year after year for years. Now it's moving ahead a little bit. It's just a few weeks off. So what if Christmas was 65 to 70 degrees? It's officially winter. It's officially cold. It officially sucks. I don't know what more you want from me. I just want all the listeners and viewers to know that have kept this show on the air that I am very, very thankful to you because my main drive is opposing these globalists and is standing against them. I know that that's your main drive as well. So I thank you for your moral support, your prayers, your word of mouth, fighting for all of us and all of our children's futures, and also your financial support at InfoWarStore.com. And it isn't just funding the InfoWar that you engage in when you buy the products. You get Amazing products that are so good for you and yourself and your family at InfoWarsStore.com. Even as I speak, this hour of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network is being prepped. The commercials are being taken out for upload to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. But if you are listening to me on those platforms, this also means that at this juncture, it is the end of the road. So if you want to catch the rest of the show, and it's going to be a good one. Don't really know what it's going to be other than I'm going to take a look at the headlines and comment on them the way I always do. Again, with little to no prep this week because there's just been so much going on. There's there's evil in the world. And, well, to put it bluntly, sometimes you have to stop what you're doing, whether it's work whether it's a game or whatever, you got to stop what it is you're doing and actually take the time to fight evil. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. Won't you help me? Won't you join me in my fight against evil? But that's what I'm doing. And that's why this edition of the show is being in the can, being put into the can for play at a later time. But... There's a lot more stuff to get to. Let me take a look at the latest Breitbart headlines here. As of this recording, let's see, under the tab COVID-1984, Republican-led states are ahead of 
Democrat-led states in the economic recovery of December. Uh, Let's see. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser extends mask mandate for another month. Uh, Let's see. Most Americans fear that the coronavirus is forever. In a manner of speaking, it is. It doesn't have to be. The dangerous part is over. But the Democrats want a never-ending pandemic, so... U.S. Navy begins discharging sailors who refuse the coronavirus vaccine. Peter Schweitzer from the Government Accountability Office, he has a new book out, it's called Red-Handed, where he reveals the business dealings of basically everybody who's in bed with China. This would include the Pelosi's. This would include the Biden's. This would include Elon Musk, even. Schweitzer says the Pelosi family's done a lot of business in China since the COVID outbreak, and that's why she won't allow hearings on COVID origins. That could be something that we explore. In fact, I'm going to open that story so that it's ready for use in the second half of the program in just a few short minutes. (laughs) In Chicago... Oh, baby, don't you want to go back to that same old place, Sweet Home Chicago, where authorities seized 130 fake vaccination cards as 22 people were shot over the weekend. When they first started floating the idea of vaccination cards, my basic first instinct criminal mind came to me and it's like hey well if they're requiring people to show vaccination cards then just uh make a fake one better yet why don't you make a bunch of fake ones then sell them i actually floated this idea to people and it took (laughs) it took more convincing that it should have that that's not a good idea rick and that that's a crime and they really had to make the case that I shouldn't do it, but I acquiesced. I didn't do it. But another hour of the Richard Case and Radio Network is coming up, so don't you go change it. 